All right, now, first things first, uh, I want to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you're into. Uh, this holiday season, I hope you get to get some of that rest you've been longing for, spend some time with your family, eat something delicious, go see something beautiful outside, with or without this podcast in your ears. And um, I want to say I miss you. I miss you all. It's uh, It's been a hot minute. You know, I recorded this session, this podcast, back in October and it's just really been nonstop. It's a good thing. It's been nonstop. I've been uh, able to work with schools and a lot of schools all across um, North America. I like to say North America now because I've done a little bit of work in Canada um, and Alaska. And, and it's, just, it's just been fun all across, all across the country as well in the United States. But um, this episode is a little different for one because it's, it's actually kind of long. It's not quite a buff nugget. This is like a buff turkey this thing's like that big colossal turkey that your grandma took like 10 hours to cook for thanksgiving um and the reason is because it's just the content was so good i I was not going to cut this short i guess i could have made a part one part two you're welcome to do the same um but this is uh, a gentleman i met via instagram so instagram isn't always just about you know just uh you know sucking time and mindless scrolling um, I found this gentleman, he was doing something really different, really cool with students. It was about music and um, you got to hear it. It's about, he has his own like music program where kids come in and they start bands, not, not just like, you know, tuba and flute. I'm talking like rock bands, like school of rock, but for real. And I know, I know school of rock is actually a real franchise, but you know, they, they are uh, reaching students. They give student scholarships um, and this, their whole process is just I'm in love with the process. I'm in love with students who are able to showcase their creativity, make things that are, you know, that that are just relevant. And rock music, uh, and they play all kind of different genres of rock music as well. They do they they show them how to go on tour. Uh, they teach them the instruments, how to you know play with others, um, and then they record the music on records. I mean, how cool is that, right? So check it out. This is Billy Reback, and I think you're going to love it. Hey everybody, it's Brian Buffington with Buff Nuggets, and I have a very special guest on today. Not that my other guests aren't special, but this may be uh, one of my first West Coast guests, and it involves something I'm highly passionate about, and that is music. And the gentleman's name is Billy Reback. Reback, Billy. We just went over this. It's Reback, correct? <laughs> yes. I, I think I. I did it. I did it. And I'm looking at Billy, his face right here. He's smiling. He's happy to be here, even though I got his name. Just kind of weird tweak there. Um, and the, let me just kind of introduce why I'm talking to Billy. Um, and that is because I was on Instagram, just kind of like scrolling through Instagram. I know people are like, you know, it's a time sucker sometimes. You're like, it just, you look at all this stuff and it gets you sad and social media and all that. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm like, I'm not, I feel like we can let social media use us or we can use social media. Um, and those, those are, um, that's a skill that we actually need to teach our children. It's like, you know, we just consuming information all day. Are we actually trying to make connections, trying to do something good in the world? Are we just trying to like, you know, destroy bathrooms in high schools because some TikTok person said we should. Um, and I don't think Billy knows this about that story. Well, maybe he'll, he'll want to know later. It hasn't reached Oakland yet. But I saw on this random post, it had to do with screen printing because I love t-shirts. I love make, y'all know I love t-shirts. I have all my goofy tees. I sent Billy one. Um, and Thank you. I got it right here. Yeah, yeah, he does. Because he truly does teach things that can't be Googled. He does. I know he does. And it was through a, he, he has a cool shirt. I think he had like a, a chicken or a rooster on it. And I was like, I'm wearing it. He's, he's <laughs> this is, it just, it works out, man. It works out. Let me see that thing, man. It's sending you one. You see, yes, I'm gonna get and it's on like a buttery yellow soft tea. I'm looking at it right now. It's got oh, it's got the rooster, and I like it looks like it's the rooster from that movie. Um, from uh oh Robin Hood, uh, the the animated one. The, he's like la da do to do la da dee to dee. You know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, it reminds me of that guy. Well, it's it, it, the the logo for our record label, Three O'clock Rock Records, which uh, uh, is is a student based record label. Uh, we have a, a number of student creations uh, on our label, uh, written and recorded by 
kids ages like seven and up and uh so the label is is a picture of a rooster and playing a guitar and then above it is kind of like a caption similar to the the bang records label except there's no gun <laughs> and it says three o'clock rock <laughs> records um good call yeah and uh it's kind of inspired by that label but also um by the Sun Record label from mm -hmm. Memphis, Tennessee, and with with having a you know a rooster on on mm -hmm. in their kind of like a logo stuff. So we recently visited Memphis, Tennessee. We took a group of students and teachers to Memphis in 2019, and we had such an amazing time. We recorded an album at Sam Phillips. Uh, recording services. The students did original songs and covers of Memphis classic songs uh, like uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, Breathless, and uh, uh, Eddie Floyd's Knock on Wood. We, we, we did songs like that. And they also visited the National Civil Rights Museum. We, we took them to Stax Museum. Uh, we had an amazing time eating barbecue food, and uh, it was a five-night trip. So uh after that we decided well we're gonna put this record out and uh it's gonna be coming out this fall uh, it's mastered uh by uh tim warren and who did the back from the grave uh uh comps and uh i'm pretty excited about it oh i'm getting a copy like i'm 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 paying for the autographed i mean so this is how many how many tracks are on the album by the way Oh, on this particular album, uh, I, I think there are going to be 15 tracks. Okay. And so these are double-sided LPs. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. it's students, yeah. so each each song, I mean, each track is maybe a, 15 different students wrote these tracks or? Oh, so um, there were six bands and uh, varying in age from like eight to 16. And... Each of them like performed uh, two to two songs on the album, and one of those songs uh, could be a collaboration with the older kids and the younger kids. Kind of like uh, maybe the older kids were a, a backing band for some of the younger kids singing, uh, and it features groups like Crudwork and Revo. Uh, it features the uh, Kawhi Pomeranians, and it features this uh, band called Hot chicken baby <laughs> hot uh, chicken baby hot chicken baby baby <laughs> inspired by of course the they're in nashville yeah, yeah they're in tennessee yeah okay um yeah we we had a lot of great chicken on the trip and we went to gus's fried chicken and imagine you know sitting in memphis you know a group of uh 32 people coming in there they have one whole big table you know like they stack a bunch of tables across the entire restaurant and we're all sitting there and it's like i have this picture i gotta i gotta send it to you it's amazing everybody's eating it. chicken uh or you know vegetarian stuff the california kids <laughs> but everybody's Tennessee. sitting together you know parents and kids there were 16 um uh kids on this trip and there were about 15 adults like parents well I want to, I want to hear more about that. Cause that, that was a big point of this past year. Correct. Is that like, when did that trip happen? It was July of 2019, 20. Uh, okay. A couple of years ago, 2019. Um, and of course life was, was life different back then? I think it was, I think it was. Well, it, it, let's just say it was, it was, it was, it was just recently. And the last, uh, you know, uh, time be between then it was just, a, we're taking, we were took a break. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Not really. Um, but, but, but hey, we took a break from traveling. That's right. That's right. Well, hey, I, so I, I let my viewers know, my listeners know, I'm scrolling through and I see this and I see where this, this after school, this three o'clock rock, I'm just guessing because three o'clock is kind of when kids get out of school. It's an yeah. after school program. And, and that like this place allows students to learn instrumentation, play with bands, tour and record music and a lot of people are listening to this right now and i'm always about like you why not let's try something a lot of people look at you know are listening and they're saying we've never heard we know we we've maybe seen this in a movie with school of rock kind of 
mm-hmm. but we didn't know it was actually possible. And you, how did, how did you get started even think that this was a good idea or what made you want to do so, this? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, so years ago, uh, over 10 years ago, I was touring as a musician with my brother, Mark. I have a picture here I'm going to share with you. Yeah. And we played in uh, a band called Rock and Roll Adventure Kids. And the okay. two of us good picture. Uh, would do uh, a, you know tours around, uh, short tours, like up and down the uh, West Coast. And we had some connections. My brother was really uh, connected with you know the garage rock scene. And um, so we would go up to like Portland and Seattle and we, one of our first concerts was like on the rooftop of this like old like bar and my brother, he was on the roof and there was like an electrical line and he like put his teeth around and I thought he was going to electric, get electrocuted Oh my Sheila, that's crazy. And so. That's anyway, rock and roll, man. That's rock and roll. Yeah, the beat. Beatles had that rooftop concert, and so like you know, I felt like I was just really living the dream, you know, <laughs> doing these uh, uh, shows with my brother Mark, um, and we met a lot of fantastic bands. We played with some great, you know, acts all over the country, and we started to tour in Europe, and that was just like a whole nother, you know. It was a whole nother experience. The hospitality in Europe is not like America, where uh, you show up to the show, the person who books your show, they have a place for you to stay at the end of the night. Uh, they have a, a meal for you when you arrive, and they send you off with a breakfast or, yeah, in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you go into these towns, and it's like you don't know anybody. And then you play your set and then after the set people come up to you and they're like oh man that was fantastic or you know like <laughs> they're your friend you know so you instantly connect with these people and you know if you do it for a certain amount of time you kind of get to know this like you know a uh, group of people it's like a community and they were all trying mm-hmm. to like kind of help each other um being in a band for me has never been like, you know, oh, my band is like, you know, the best thing or anything. It's more like, hey, we're, 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 we're doing this thing just like everybody else. We're love it. We're, yeah. we're enjoying the touring. Uh, we're getting to explore the world and get to try the best foods, you know, in different towns and see what life is like uh, for like one night only. <laughs> and uh, right. it's, a, it's a small glimpse of what, like, what life is like. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I, when I was touring, I was also coming back uh, and doing some teaching uh, with some private students. And, um, you know, it was just kind of like the meeting with them, going to their houses, and I'd bring, you know, my enthusiasm for music, uh, you know, to, to that. But I, So you're bringing your, your music enthusiasm into your classroom? Yeah, my own experience, you yeah. know, um, and for the most part, I wanted to not just give private lessons. I wanted to do something different. Sam Phillips always said, um, by the way, founder of uh, Sun Sun Records, he always said, if you're not doing something different, you're doing nothing. So anyway, so I hand clap right now. Hold on. That's (laughs) like, I know that to a lot of people, that's like, whatever. To me, that is a core principle of anything good in our nation right now. It's like, we just need to be thinking of new ideas. So I'm glad, I'm glad you quoted Sam. (laughs) Well, yeah, uh, you know, Sam did, uh, you know, records with Howlin' Wolf. He did, um, he recorded a lot of blues records before Elvis walked in through the door and Mm -hmm. Jerry Lee Lewis and, you know, Johnny Cash, Roy Orbison. Um, I heard about them. Yeah, I heard about them too. Um, And uh, so the thing I wanted to do different was I wanted to get kids together in the same space to to create their own music and not just go to their house and meet with them individually. I wanted them to have a space to, you know, work out their ideas, write their own songs, record them, which is the same thing that I was doing as a musician. And I wanted to give to them the experience of playing shows like and traveling to go see, you know, to do them. And, you know, going to do radio shows on University Radio Calyx. Um, and so we, this, this program kind of started to evolve in ways that I hadn't imagined. And we've since had like, you know, uh, 
students, uh, you know, play with Devo, members of Devo uh, in Cleveland, Ohio for the Devo clip. Fan Fest. Yep. Francis Lau and uh, Zane of the uh, uh, Double Helix Band. And then we also traveled there with another group called Revo, which was like a, a Weird Al version of Devo. The Revo name okay. came from that. And okay, so hold on. Devo wrote, by itself is weird. Yeah, but these are Weird Al versions or kind of Weird Alifies of uh, Devo songs. So instead of like, I can't get no satisfaction, the group wrote a song called I Can't Get No Healthy Food. Oh. And instead of Secret uh, Agent Man, uh, they did Secret Agent Fan. Love it, there, man. There you go. I got, I, I mean, is this on Spotify? I'm, I'm a fan. Like I, I'm into, I call it happy music. I'm into happy music. So we have a music video on YouTube for I can't get no healthy food. You can find it on our three o'clock rock YouTube channel. Okay. You hear that plug everybody three o'clock rock YouTube channel. You got to go check it out. <laughs> we have so, other things too on there too, but the, you asked specifically, is it available online? Yeah. Well, there yeah. You can go. You, you yeah. Can people need it. it. Out. On the three o'clock rock YouTube channel. No, people are listening. They're like, they, they heard the Devo weird owl yeah. thing. And they're going, I'm, they're probably going to pause the podcast right now to go see what that is. Like, what does that sound like? Um, <laughs> that's what I would do. That's what I would do. Hey, Billy. Um, so you, your own experiences, I'm guessing it was a good experience. You said it was a good experience. You got to see the world. Uh, you learned, you learned lots of things that you, things that can't be Googled um while you're on tour and you're learning music and you're networking with people um what when you when you see students who who kind of come they're like newbies to your program yeah and they've never done this kind of stuff maybe they've never even played a g chord in their life yeah. and um and they play they record they, they write a song they feel validated mm -hmm. they record the song on vinyl which is next mm -hmm. level Mm -hmm. um they get to and there's something about playing with other people a lot of times you know people are in music lessons they just it's just them and it's like yeah it is what it is but they play with other people something bigger happens and they go on tour and it's further validation because people actually see in their music what what's going through these children's minds what have they told you like how are their parents well how is this affecting them Oh, well, you know, for a new student to walk into our studio, like for instance, recently, um, we had a student named Ozzy who was interested in drums and he came to the studio recently with his mom and he's been learning drums the last several weeks. Uh, and together, the two of us have uh, learned how to play Judy is a Punk by the Ramones. And that's a song that every student who walks through these doors will learn in their, you know, time here. Um, it's part of our curriculum, uh, along with Blitzkrieg Bob and uh, the Kinks. Uh, you really got me. Those were like mm -hmm. the first like songs that I would I teach students. And we also teach, you know, some other songs like, you know, Fats Domino songs, we, Jerry Lee Lewis, Little Richard for piano and stuff. But, um, you know, as a beginning student, it, it it's one day at a time and i'm a huge believer in like baby steps dr leo marvin thank you so much for that book baby steps uh your your role as uh, a uh, richard dreyfus role uh thank you for for that because i'm a huge believer in uh doing a little bit each time and then those at those baby steps add up and they make these you know huge steps and so, like, for instance, um, another student, his name is Francis Lau, he walked through the doors with his dad and said, oh, we, we love Devo. And he saw some Devo posters on my wall. And I said, "Wow, I love Devo, too, you know. And his father was very uh, uh, kind of enthusiastic and said, hey, wh what do we got to do to, like, you know, have Francis on stage with Devo? And it was just such a pipe dream the first day he walked in. And... You know, I told him, listen, well, there's, there's got a lot of work to do. <laughs> uh, and so we started learning one song by Devo and his son, Francis, is a classic or sorry, a classical trained piano player. But he was making the crossover kind of similar to school rock. You know, there was this keyboarder who did classical uh, piano sure, yeah. and we recorded 
Time Out for Fun, which is a Devo song, and made a video directed by Brett Stillo, another teacher here at Three O'Clock Rock. And Pee Wee Herman discovered this video online. And when we released it on YouTube, and by the way, it's on our YouTube channel, um, there was all of a sudden like, you know, thousands and thousands of views because Pee Wee Herman put it on his website. And then he shared it with his friend, Mark Mothersbaugh, and it got uh, some sort of, you know, connection going um, and some sort of momentum building, you know, this like pathway, which was his pipe dream when he first walked in to actually like meeting Devo, going to Cleveland for the Fan Fest and getting to play Jerry Caselli's 75th birthday, uh, doing four songs on stage with Devo member Jerry Caselli. And I I don't know, we played so many shows b before that, you know, like we, we, we have this great connection with our friend Adachi and his restaurant, Aburaya, uh, Japanese fried chicken in Oakland. And Adachi would allow our kids to play outside on the curb uh, with a little tent. And we'd take over a parking spot and we'd do these like first Friday shows. And all the, the bands who, you know, were in the program got to play shows every month. And they got to get a, a fried chicken meal, uh, compliments of Adachi, who's just like one of the most generous people I know. Yeah. Um, Those people and, exist. They're around. They are. They want to help. Uh, so you asked me like a, a question. You said, I'm oh, getting back to your question. That's the cool, question man. was, um, what is it like for a new student coming here? And I, I'll tell you that because I'm one of the, you know, the teachers and I'm not actually taking the program. Some of the things I, I've heard have been, you know, like, oh, you know, uh, Billy, you're like my twin or uh, Ozzy said that to me after or he said it to his mom after the lesson. And so he, he felt like um, acknowledged, you know, the, and, and I was, you know, he was listened to and we want to do that for every student and uh, help them along their musical journey. So if they have, you know, dreams of playing with Devo or not, you know, we're still helping them and being a good listener. You know, I, I remember when I still get, you know, I still get to have this experience. And I know you, you remember, cause you've, you've played for a while and you probably still, still playing with, uh, with bands and with your, your students, but you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a different type of sensation to be on stage, mm -hmm. whether it's in a parking lot under a tent, it doesn't really matter when you're getting started. Just the fact right. that somebody gets to hear something that you created. Yes. Uh, and you are giving these students an outlet. Um, and I know that's got to be, that's a different kind of drug. Mm -hmm. you know, oh, absolutely. A, you yeah. Know what I mean, that's, they need it. They have a desire for it. And it's, it's a healthy drug. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, <sighs> Uh, music it it gives a lot and uh, the performance aspect of it you know as you grow up you are kind of slowly coming out of your shell mm -hmm. learning to you know come you know what it's like out in the world and like performing you know gives you that opportunity to come out of that shell a little bit more and some of these kids just like light up you know, they're like a Christmas light or something after they perform. They're like, I yeah. can't wait till I do it again. I can't wait till I do yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, some students are, uh, you know, very nervous about performing. Mm -hmm. uh, they, 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 you know, are concerned about the way they look and or the way that they're going to sound. And they take more of a cautious approach. And afterwards, you know, it, it, it's like sometimes I get uh, parents uh, tell me, you don't know how huge that was for my Wow. Or, or, wow. or huge that was for my daughter to do that for the first time and we don't do recitals no this is different we do play concerts <laughs> this and, yes and Gosh, the teachers yes. play with the kids if necessary or the kids just get up there and, and play their songs um you can hear so much confidence when they play their songs like the last couple of years have been incredible because we've taken advantage of this online uh teaching uh kids have been doing weekly private lessons and weekly group lessons and so we've crafted a bunch of songs there's this group called the chaos crafters at three o'clock rock and they've done like seven or eight songs and 
last month we did a show in Pacifica. They actually played those original songs, which have come out on three o'clock rock records bandcamp.com. Yeah, that's hint, right. Hint. <laughs> Between the show notes, by the way. Yeah. And that's a number three o'clock rock records bandcamp.com. You can go to the Chaos Crafters songs and listen to them and other bands, of course, uh, have come out with original songs. And that's the key, Brian is not only do kids like you know learn other band songs as like covers and stuff you know whatever it is to get them started but when they start really writing their own songs and we you know learning to rhyme words and they start taking ownership of it like no other (laughs) yes man ownership of learning i mean i work in k-12 education a lot of public education yeah. And we just want students to take ownership of their learning. And some of them don't have an opportunity to, opportunity to because, uh-huh. you know, the curriculum is so strict and, uh-huh. and all that. But, man, they, they, yeah. this freedom that you are giving students to create, take ownership of their learning, um, and even that first step of getting on stage, and they may still be very shy on stage, is still a huge step. And, uh-huh. man, I'm about, I mean, I'm about to burn something down right now, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about what's going on in <laughs> well, Oakland. I'm excited for you too. I'm excited for, you know, uh, our students to perform. We're, we're actually going to be having our next uh, show at Aburaya on Saturday, November 13th. And to celebrate that, um, I am holding a 45 record called Aburaya. There are two songs uh, about the restaurant. One is by the Imagine Leeches band. And I'm sharing uh, the cover of it, and it's uh, basically like three caricatures of the band members' faces. These on, are students? Yes, uh, on leeches' bodies. Oh, I gotta get like, a screenshot. You keep talking. Ten, they're about 10, 10 or 11 years old. What? That thing looks amazing. I got my listeners, they gotta see this. And the restaurant, Aburaya, um, got it. Adachi, and we, we did this as a co release. And um, on the other side is the first band that three o'clock rock um, had called the jet stars. The, the, the kids in the jet stars are now like in college and uh, you know, become doing, doing other things and uh, still playing music. But uh, one of them, Will is the drummer at uh, his university's uh, uh, marching band. And he's like, takes the solos, at a trap set during the arena. It's like amazing seeing these kids grow. Um, so, um, this is, you know, it's so crazy. It's like, uh, uh, by the way, it's, got, it's, it's vinyl for those who are, who are, who are yeah, listening. It's a vinyl record. This is a press record. Um, and we also do have some lathe cut records um, cut by a fellow from Tennessee um, who runs a label called Funky Frankenstein. And his name is Ethan. He's been cutting other uh, releases for us, like this one called I Carumba by the mm-hmm. Golden Burritos. And uh, on the other side uh, is called there's a song called quarantine and guess when that was written yeah 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 like i can figure um, that one out yeah right um and those so, look really good by the art looks really cool and um uh it the art looks like I mean, how, what's a word here um you know vocabulary is not my my thing maybe i should get miss buffington here but it looks like like a student did this art they did uh, it looks very natural no they I did love- Love the it. students did the art and uh, they, not only did they do the art um, in, in, in as a part of the program, but they learned to, you know, make releases, you know, each, each song that they do comes with art. And it's a really great opportunity for, you know, kids to connect with not only mu- uh, musicians, but people who are not musicians who do, you know, graphic art, and uh, work to, working together in, 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 in a group setting. So uh, in our, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go, yeah, you yeah. go ahead. Oh, well, I guess what I'm trying to tell you is, you know, when you hold something in your hand versus listen to it on Spotify, or, you know, you're, you have an iPod or something and you have something tangible, it's an experience. And I just want to, I just, I want to high five you because I, <laughs> it's just because, it's because, you know, I sent you some mail because I know 
I, I agree. I'm like 100%. Like, what can I send in the mail today to somebody? Because uh-huh. usually you get mail and it's, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> well, as a kid, if you get anything in the mail with your name on it, it's, it's like, awesome. what? What? Um, and yeah, it's an experience and you get a record, man. I love to, like, even like I was telling people, um, you know, I still, I'll still, you know, when I, when I come up with some new music, I'll still make CDs mm-hmm. knowing that it may rarely ever get in a CD player, but it's not really about that. It's just about having something that you could put on your desk or something, you know, something you put on your desk or, um, Oh, it's something your, you can share your mantelpiece. You could share. And it's just, it's just a talking, talking piece. And, uh, especially if it's autographed or something, that's kind of. That's kind of fun, but Hey, I, I got a, a few more questions for you, Billy. Okay, this is sure. Buff Nuggets. I, I do think we could, I mean, I would love to talk to you all day. Um, I'll have <laughs> to do a lot of, ed- I have to do a lot of editing, but what's the next question, Brian? Here it is. You ready? So, you know, my wife and I, we, we had a, this is about like the future of music or live music. My wife and I, we had a music venue at one time. It was in a South Georgia, very rural uh, part of Georgia but this was also during a different scene. This was probably the 2008-2007 era. Okay. And we had all-ages venues. We had venues where students could go to. Great. And it was um, that parents would drop off and they could listen to live music. However, um, I, those things have kind of disappeared, at least where I'm at. And I, I do think there's, a, there's an opportunity. I, I do think students would like to have the opportunity to meet with other students outside of school, outside of texting and social media to see good live music. And then of course, still chat in between shows. There's something about live music. So what, what do you, do you have live music for all ages, all ages opportunities and where you're at? Absolutely. Or what, do you, what do you see as the future for that? Absolutely. Um, so in the Bay area, there are several all ages venues and one of which is in Berkeley, California. It's called 924 Gilman Street. Our students have had opportunities to play there. Uh, I've played there uh, also with uh, Rock and Roll Venture Kids and uh, other bands that I play in outside of Three O'Clock Rock. And um, there's also Bottom of the Hill in San Francisco. Uh, and they're really fun places, uh, mainly because they're, uh, you know, 924 Gilman is a, a, a nonprofit organization, student-led, mm-hmm. meaning the people who run it are all volunteers. They're all, like, you know, people in their teenage years and also a few older people that, um, you know, support it. And we've had a very good connection to 924 Gilman. That's where I met my first student. Uh, I was playing there uh, with my band, Rock and Roll Venture Kids, and he came up and said, Billy, or he didn't, he didn't know my name, sorry. He said, you're the best drummer <laughs> since Def Leppard. And you're like, okay. And I'm looking at him, you know, he's like this teenage kid, his name is Julian. Um, uh, Kids are awesome, And man. his Kids hair awesome. is over, over his eyebrows, and I can't even really see his face. And I said to him, you know that guy only had one arm. Hmm. And uh, he, he just like did one of these little shrugs. And anyway, uh, he uh, lived in like our neighborhood and, and he actually walked over uh, like a little uh, Photoshop envelope with our artwork on it. It was full color. And uh, he asked for like the fan club package and we walked over the package to his mom's house to like deliver it. He wasn't there. He was at a summer camp and his mom asked if uh, she was just so gracious and she she asked if i could teach him how to play drums and i said okay well i've never you know done this before but um i'll i'll, I'll do my best and you know she she didn't have the money to to you know pay for her lessons and so she offered to you know cook meatballs <laughs> so i would have a, a dinner after each of the lessons that you know, oh my gosh you're adam sandler man you are the new adam sandler from one from uh the wedding singer <laughs> well you know it's interesting it's like uh yeah i mean that movie it, it was kind of interesting um and there's some comparisons yes but in in real life it's like you know you want to be helpful and at the time i i didn't know if i was going to be any good <laughs> as a teacher i was just going to teach him what i knew and after i taught him the drums man, i would get on my it, guitar and play just teach him what you know together with yeah. him in an ensemble. So that's kind of like where we got the idea to do like 
you know, form these bands, you know, with the, the students. And then, you know, hers, his mom, you know, told this person and that person. And soon enough, like I, I, I had, could quit my bartending job and, uh, you know, teach, teach full time when I wasn't on tour. So, uh, thank you, Barbara. Thank you, Julian. That's a great, thank story. you, John. And thank you to the parents for giving me this opportunity. Um, yeah, I'm all, I'm all about bartering and Gilman. Um, that was the point of this conversation. Gilman, what is the future of the venue? Uh, shows? Yeah. Okay. And so <laughs> by the way, yeah, the venue. Okay. We had since Julian did play, um, uh, as a guest in Rock and Roll Venture Kids as a drummer, and we played a song called Fried Chicken, which is a, a fun song to play. And uh, he was a guest drummer on the stage. And so 924 Gilman, like, it's a it's a, such an amazing place for people of all ages to gather. Um, we've hosted events there where we've had food vendors and, um, you know, um, students play their original songs where they actually wrote songs about their favorite foods or favorite restaurants in town, Aburaya. <laughs> mm -hmm. And right now during COVID, we're not doing any shows there, but when hopefully soon, you know, uh, we'll be able to do more shows there in the future and we can do our, uh, yeah, give kids more opportunities to play there. Um, but as far as like around the country, you know, and doing all ages venues and stuff, a lot of them are community uh, based, meaning mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, contrib contributions from, the community or, or the nonprofits. Um, it's hard to commercialize those. Is that what you're saying? Because they don't have, not, it's not a lot of alcohol sales. They don't make money the same way. Yeah, that's a traditional a, venue. That's mm -hmm. a different thing. You know, I, I didn't have a 924 Gilman where I grew up in Orange County. And, um, you know, that was part of the allure of like living in the Bay Area or moving to the Bay Area was that there was just so many different venues and music places. And it seemed like the, the such a great life going to all these concerts all the time. And that's what I wanted to be doing, like just completely immersing myself in music. And that's what the Bay Area has been for many years and continues to be that way. Um, as far as like growing outside of, you know, or having venues open up in other places, I think that the future really is like the community saying, hey, we need a place for our kids to go, That's a you good know, and do that. this yeah. together. Let's 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 get together and and, and, and knock this out. You and know, we yeah, like my, like we had, you know, we had someone running for city council where I live and she asked the question, hey, what do we need in our city? And, you know, it didn't even hit my mind. So people are, who are listening to this, like even that simple tip it's not a buff nugget it's a billy nugget it's a you know billy saying you know the city the communities are the ones who can help get these things going but and it's not just a city or the, or the you know the community it's mainly like it's just people mm -hmm. it's it's people saying i want to do this for our community and being around other like-minded people getting together doing it i mean i was not there at the inception of 94 gilman i am just so honored that I get to, you know, play at Gilman or do things. This is groundwork that was laid years ago. And so it, it might be uh, easier said than done, Brian. <laughs> no, um, no, I know. I, it's, it's, yeah. It is a lot of work, but it, this, it could be small. Like you said, baby steps. I mean, I do believe uh, some of the best things come from, you know, let's, let's just take it one step at a time. Um, Cause you can get overwhelming. Sometimes, you know, everybody just puts all their chips in at one time. We're doing this big hoorah and they didn't really have the base. They didn't have the uh, community support. And it's just like, we're never going to do this again. And so, yeah, that's those small steps I think are important. Um, two questions for you, Billy. One has to do with school of rock and your venue, your, your program is different than the school of rock. And I'll talk about that before the last question. Last question is about our listeners and how they can uh, be further involved uh, with what you're providing. But sure. this next one is just kind of fun. It's about School of Rock. And that is, okay. which character in the movie, School of Rock, uh, do you most relate to? Oh, well, I think they're all kind of relatable. As far as, like, which one do I relate to most? Yeah. I mean, just in different parts of my life, I've been, you know, the, the kid, you know, learning the guitar when I was a teenager and, like, first learning that, you know, a uh, deep purple smoke on the water riff. I've been the kid, you know, with my headphones on uh, 11, listening to Black Sabbath, Iron Man. And, or listening to, um, 
you know, th those cool keyboard solos of, you know, uh, I mean, I like Jerry Lee. I, I like his keyboarding. But, you mm -hmm. know, I think in the movie there was like, you know, um, for instance, uh, I think the, the, the Yes keyboarder, they were listening to listen to Yeah, yeah, listen yeah. yeah. Yes. The, homework, um, the homework assignments. Yeah, homework yeah. assignments. Yeah. So, um, and also I've been the teacher guy, you know, who's, you know, brought songs and said, hey, you're going to write your own song. You're going to do, you know, bring, bring we're going to play this show and we're, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. And, um, and there's other characters in there too. I've been the person who is like thinking about doing the nursing school uh, or, you know, uh, music uh, uh, was looking like, you know, <laughs> opportunities were drying up and I was thinking, oh, you know, have uh, to make a living. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, man, you know, I was thinking about doing that. Um, well, well, maybe the, the, the better question might be, uh, mm -hmm. because I can, see, I can see where you relate to all these different characters in the movie, is what's maybe a scene that stands out the most, uh, if you can remember? Oh, the end the scene movie. where the kids just show up after school, for sure. I mean, it's like... Dude, that's what we're doing. Uh, Three o'clock rock. You know, this started with from the idea of when I had been in middle school. My friend Michael Lacanto would come over to our house after school. My parents would give me one hour to play, and that was like the golden hour of the day. Mm. My dad would come home after work. There wouldn't be you know uh, any music allowed because I had the drums. It was super loud, and uh, I would have to have help mom with dinner and you know uh, you know unload groceries or whatever. You know, like. Uh, so we had this one hour of the day where we could like just let loose and that was three o'clock you know we got out of school three o'clock and we walk home sometimes we'd walk pretty fast because we only had that certain amount of time uh but we learned you know like beatles covers and green day songs and johnny cash and all this other stuff just by ear we didn't have any teacher helping us we would just do it by listening to the records or you know looking at chord some book. court chart or whatever yeah that's awesome. Um, so here's the deal. We're talking about we're talking about school rock, and but Billy and and his his schools it's different. And I talked to Billy earlier. We we're setting up this meeting. He goes, he goes, Brian. You know, because um, I've looked in this. I looked into school rock franchising because I, you know, I was like, this seems interesting. Uh, cool branding, whatever. I like. I'm all about you know having students learn and tour. But there's there's a certain cost that yep. comes with franchising with with that company and um and Bill, billy billy's company says you know we we try we we try to we have sponsors we we try to help students who might not normally be able to be part of these programs because we see the importance of it um and so that's as a listener if you're listening it's like well, how can i support that because i i think that's 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 what i want want that in our area as well but wherever billy has taken his students i want to support them any way that we can as as buff nugget listeners um, Billy, how can our, our listeners um, best support you, your students, your mission? Um, and thank you again for just, just being here with us. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, you know, there's all the different ways that people can support, you know, music in their uh, local communities, you know, uh, live music, going to shows, uh, supporting the bands that are, you know, uh, doing it for as a hobby or doing it for a living that's that's one way but as far as specifically like helping with um are you asking helping about helping like three o'clock rock three o'clock rock yeah what or, can they or, mean or of like, course like buy an album they can uh maybe host yeah. a show yeah know. that's exactly it um so you have a map uh, on the you have some map or something about and i'm george is on the map now there's a special pen you told me okay so three o'clock rock is um looking for partnerships with school districts across the country yeah that's my people yeah school districts yeah and um we would like to um connect with those school districts to offer our after school programs at the school uh for anyone who's interested and we would also like to invite our your your listeners brian brian buffington's listeners the buff nugget listeners all who are listening out there they're all out there man they're everywhere to um uh check out our Bandcamp website um we post those songs on there not to make any money but if you wanted to donate uh, you can donate directly by downloading any of the songs and that money goes directly to our scholarships fund and in our programs we offer scholarships 
mainly because people, it, this program should not, or any music program is, is for everyone, okay? And if you are, you know, a student who really needs the opportunity, who really needs a, a assistance, we're going to be there for you. And um, it's not to say, you know, it's going to be completely free, but I'm um, going to say that, you know, we will give you a scholarship. It's usually like a half scholarship. So you have to pay a, a little bit, but mm -hmm. um, buy-in. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, um, but for the school districts and, you know, doing some uh, uh, scholarship stuff, I think that's the best, you know, how people can help us most. Um, right now during COVID, we're not touring, but um, hosting shows in your uh, city for us, we're planning to make another tour to New Orleans. We're planning to go to uh, Nashville. We're planning to go to England. Um, and if you wanted to host us for a show, um, have some of your kid bands in your neighborhood. Um, we'd love to meet you. We'd love to, um, you know, also be your host here in the Bay Area uh, and host you for shows. So if you're planning to come out to the Bay Area and you wanted to do a show, you know, at the Brewery Off Fried Chicken or at 924 Gilman or any other place, we can uh, connect you and do some shows. Our students are ready to play. Man, let's let them play. Let's 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 help them. Let, let them play, man. Just let's let them do play. It. Dude, uh, get them as many shows as, as possible. And, and and by the way, you don't need a venue to do it. You need people who just want to host a show. It could be a, a local parking lot at a chicken place. It yeah. could be a parking lot show at a chicken place. It could be on a flatbed truck, uh, just like Elvis did one of his first shows there. Um, and so you can do it. It's not that hard. You can get a Jenny and put some gas in it and plug all the stuff in. Um, if you don't have power at a, a particular location, um, or you can draw power from, you know, like your friend who has a restaurant. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, you offered to our listeners that we can come hook up and play, play down there with you and, and your people. I'm, I'm bringing the guitar. We're going to do eighth grade mustache. I'm going to crank that up for the West coast. They haven't heard that. They don't know the goodness. Oh my gosh. I know eighth graders who have mustaches. I mean, it's all about eighth grade mustaches, man. I, I tell you, when you're talking about all these songs and all these students, I'm like, we're on the same level, man. That's an amazing song. I want to hear that. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up, man. I'll hook you up. I mean, I may, and I th it makes a reference to Tom Selleck, too. I wish <laughs> I used to have some shirts, but they're, you know, those sold quick, man. Those sold quick. Uh -huh. Well, hey, guys, Billy has been an awesome guest on Buff Nuggets. Let him know that you love him uh, by, for one, going to his band camp, downloading some songs. Like, Brian, I want to even further that relationship. You can make a donation, purchase some songs. Uh, let them let him know you listen to the podcast and you like what he's doing. Find some of the students, some of their bands. Reach out to students. They're like, what? I had some random guy from Florida listen to Buff Nuggets or Georgia, and, and they said they love my song from about Devo and uh, Devo and well, Weird Al version of Devo. Whatever it is, uh, there's a lot that we can do to, to let students feel like rock stars. Um, and I think anytime we can make students feel like rock stars, uh, whether or not they even play music in our classrooms, in our households, how can we let them know that, um, that we support them? Um, that's, that's, that's where the, the true buff magic happens right there. So, uh, Billy, I am going to, uh, I'm going to stop this recording. Wait, 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 hold on. I got one more thing I want to share. You want to talk? Okay. You keep talking. I want to play share? the listeners a song written by Irma from Rome, Italy, who is a student, uh, international student, mm -hmm. and uh, her parents, uh, I played them touring in Europe, and she's learning guitar, and during the pandemic, her, her parents wanted to, um, you know, uh, do some lessons with me over Zoom, so uh, this is one of her songs, it's called Laguna, it's about uh, a turtle that she wishes she had as a pet, and uh, it has a very Ramones-esque style to it. So here we go. And the graphics are awesome. Thank you. Yeah, she did that album cover. Thank you. 
this right here, man. Best oh, she's got a bridge too? Well, she's next level. <laughs> oh, I gotta hear this bridge. Hold on. one i'm gonna go i'm gonna bookmark this because i'm jamming out to that again uh and what's so this this girl wrote this song and this what instruments did she record with this which which ones did she record she wrote, recorded uh guitar and her voice and mm -hmm. uh, we wrote it together uh over zoom lessons uh this uh, pandemic and she recorded her parts um using garage band we did a shared uh file in the icloud garage band is awesome for this and you can collaborate on projects with anyone in the world uh if you have wi-fi and you have a you know one of these uh garage band apps um and you know as far as uh you know being their irma's teacher you know irma started as just a beginner like she did not know how to play or sing her parents have you know records and their mom and dad are both musicians but you know it's really like a a lot of like steps to getting to that point where we you know uh she was coming out of her shell you know and this by the way uh, for listeners um uh this album cover is a picture of irma act literally coming out of her shell uh it's like a toy turtle thing at some playground and she found it in in somewhere in rome i guess and they have this like little turtle uh shell and she's like popping her head out like this so how does this how album does uh irma i think irma is about nine now although the the pandemic you know plays time tricks on you so you think there's some there's some age and but i think she's nine and um mm -hmm. uh she plays electric guitar and we're releasing laguna as her first release um on vinyl it will come out uh this fall and the other song on the other side is um, about a video game that she loves playing called Brawl Stars. And she uh, that song, plays guitar and sings on it as well. Well, it's very Ramones, man. I heard that. Even like uh, enunciating the words. Uh, I mean, I was like, shoot, she nailed it. She nailed it. So if you, if you see her before I see her, let her know some yeah. bearded guy from Georgia loves her song. Um, that's so nice of you thank and then you all, and then all of our listeners will get to hear it as well um and i will i will go actually download that song because i I'm, i want to jam out to that so uh, i'm guessing it's also if someone's listening right now like you know what they have a nine-year-old they have an eight-year-old they have a 16 year old and they would like to get them started with this they could do zoom lessons with billy and yeah maybe, or or, or, or any, our dedicated staff yeah uh -huh. yeah okay man the, what that, that that's a sweet some people are trying to like you hear zoom you're like oh brian zoom We've been zooming on school forever, you know, last couple of years. It ain't that fun. This sounds awesome to me. Thank you, Brian. I mean, I, you know, I got to tell you that um, I thought I was going to be out of a job. Uh, and as many people, you know, lost their jobs uh, during the pandemic. And yep. um, we pivoted our programs online, just like uh, other music programs did. And uh, we offered uh, students uh, a weekly 30 minute lesson online private lesson and a weekly 30 minute group lesson in which they could see their friends collaborate on songs write uh, songs together on a shared do google document and then actually come up with melodies for those words um 
And during the pandemic, we did a, a series of, you know, different topics for them to write songs about. So one semester we did like uh, uh, the Simpsons. So uh, kids all chose like a Simpsons character and we actually got to meet the producers of the Simpsons. Who gets to do that? That's awesome. Well, thanks to uh, a, a, a nonprofit in Los Angeles called Muzak. Uh, we've been uh, able to uh, meet the producers of the Simpsons uh, we've been able to play some shows at, at Adonic Carey's backyard with other, uh, star musicians in the past, uh, where, and, and also Muzak is giving instruments to programs across the country and, uh, internationally. They are an amazing nonprofit. They've helped us so much. I uh, can't thank, um, them enough. Uh, they've also, uh, given us a grant to, um, do a video series all about Devo's songs. And guess who's the teacher of that uh, series? Uh, lead vocalist for Devo? Francis Lau. He's our, our student who uh, played with Devo, and he's teaching uh, me Devo songs on the keyboard. I'm his so student. The student is teaching the teacher. <laughs> well, that's what we want. We want the, what... the students to progress. We want them to graduate out of this program. We don't want them to stay here. We want them to become independent. Th thank you. You know, and um, you know, I have a lot of educators who listen to this, and you know, like it's it's sometimes I guess maybe it, intimidation comes in sometimes. Like this kid's a genius. Whatever they know more about this than I do. They know more about you know Fortnite than I don't know what they know, but they're like. But I think it's a beautiful thing. Let's have, let the kids know more about science. Just give them a give them a stage. You know, if you're the science teacher, give them a stage and just let them do their thing. Thank you, Brian. Hey, Billy. This has been um, this has been most musical Zoom I've had uh, Zoom Buff Nugget podcast I've had on the talking to Billy on the West Coast. I got Billy Reback. So that's I pronounced his name correctly again. Thank you. Uh, with three o'clock rock. Uh, it's an after-school program, and they do amazing work with students, um, uh, not just in California, but um, all across the world. And uh, make sure you go, you check them out on Bandcamp, uh, support their their uh, their students, um, and also uh, maybe help them out when they're doing some tours. You can find some places for them to play in front of others. So, hey guys, it's good to talk to you. Thank you. And Brian. and Billy, I'm gonna pause it right now and stop recording. I tell you what, I have missed making podcasts. I've uh, been looking for a lot more Buff Nuggets episodes in 2022. Uh, but before you do that, go check out Three O'clock Rock. You can check them out on Facebook. Uh, you can hear songs made by students, uh, recorded by students, written by students. Uh, I'm looking at their Facebook page right now, and the band names. By the way, I'm, I'm about to go. For one, I'm going to go buy some of their music from their band camp support them it supports their scholarships for all the kids uh, but the band names are fun like the blue koalas the pink puppies the pepperoni trash pandas ocean cat tigers the electric blue penguins i'm hooked i want to go see what all these kids are writing about and i want to support them um, and if you're ever in oakland you can actually catch them at a japanese fried chicken place uh, which I'm not in Oakland often, but maybe you're listening and you are. Go support those kids and just get re-energized because when students make things, it gets me pumped up. It like says, you know what, Brian, I, I need to make some stuff too. The kids are making it. I want to make it. Um, you can really support them if you go to their band camp, 3o'clockrockrecords.com. Uh, excuse me, 3o'clockrockrecords.bandcamp.com. You can go to their band camp and... Uh, actually buy their record buy their buy vinyl you can download their digital albums and just that 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 money goes into the student scholarship program and helps support billy and all of the students um and i tell you what and just do this if you if you really enjoy this episode brian this was really cool this is a little different than usual uh, i like what billy's doing let billy know let billy know and and if you let the students know so on there, just give a shout out to students. Hey, I really enjoy the the Electric Blue Pandas or whatever the names of the bands were. Let them know that you really like their music. Um, that right there can really make a kid's day. So, hey, Buff Nuggets, we're out. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. See y'all. Bye.